to Hope City Church, Melbourne, Australia. Stay tuned for another inspiring message. But um, we're going to do some tag team teaching and dream interpretations. And uh, But I just really felt to release something, um, uh, to release a word, because the Lord woke me up at 4.30am this morning. But I will do that when I'm in the zone. I don't like releasing words, just cold call. Uh, but... Um, we just want to just clarify, our mandate is to equip the body to have a prophetic voice, okay? So we're not these special guru prophets because we, are, we're, we have a prophetic gifting, we're the prophet. But it says in Hebrews 1 that uh, our forefathers used to go to the prophets to hear from God. But in these last days, we, we, we hear from God by his son. Amen? So we all have the ability to be pro- prophetic. Uh, I used to do evangelistic crusades, and we all need to be evangelistic as well. Not evangelistic, but evangelistic, all right? And, uh, but God gave us a mandate or gave me a mandate in Papua New Guinea with an angelic encounter because I was doing some evangelical stuff in Papua New Guinea. And the Lord said uh, through an, uh, an angelic encounter that my mandate is to equip the body to have uh, a prophetic voice and have ears to hear and eyes to see. And that's what the, the body of Christ looks like. It's actually prophetic as well as apostolic. Adam has a really unique seer gifting. And if you were here last night, you experienced that as he's bringing words and visions. Now, I don't have that gift. And I'm quite happy not having that gift. You, you don't have to be Adam uh, to understand your dreams and visions. Every person here can grow in understanding how to interpret dreams and visions. It, Adam had a gift of interpreting dreams, and I spent so much time with him that it rubbed off. What that does for me is, is it encourages me, but it should encourage you too, because it, it's probably more caught than taught, but it, it is something that every one of you can do, all right? And because God wants to speak to you on a regular basis, not only through the word, but through your dreams and visions. And, and so it's not just for those selected with moving in that gift at the moment because we believe we want to impart that gift to everybody. So the body of Christ raises up and usurps the new age because the new age are moving in this, not realizing what they've got. And we have the Spirit of God on board. He is, both the, inter- he is the interpreter of dreams and visions. All right. And so we need to realize the gift that we've been given and we need to push in. Sometimes you will be stretched which is a good thing because your vocabulary of dreams and visions will grow as you are stretched. So if we can just have the Mr. Music put up the sounds, uh, and we won't go into the detail about the sounds, but we, 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 we like to have these sounds while we're ministering. We like to acknowledge the Holy Spirit. And we're going to do some little bit of tag teaming of teaching about gates and portals and the imagination that activates that. So we'll do that as well. But... We, when you do the prophetic and you're operating in the gift, you always acknowledge the Holy Spirit, always come to the gate, and, uh, and we, we, we're at the gate and there's a cascade of the kingdom of an, the angelic realm, and uh, we're, this is real. We all can walk in this manner and this way and this, in the realm of the kingdom around us by just acknowledging the Holy Spirit and praying in the Spirit. I prayed in the Spirit for years, even the Apostle Paul said, I prayed in tongues more than all of you. So it's very important to pray in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And it says in Jude, you build yourself up in your most holy faith as you pray in the Holy Spirit. So let's just for a moment acknowledge the Holy Spirit and we just we invite him. He's already here. And I just, I love the worship. I mean, 
Joshua is amazing in the team. Amen. I mean, he's like a sanctified Robbie Williams, isn't he? It's amazing. But um, but it is it is actually anointing over it, and I'm really blessed. I'm really blessed that you guys have got something happening with the worship. There's been a transition, but it's amazing. So we're really blessed with Joshua and the team, and Adam is like a drum machine. He's amazing. So so Father, we just thank you right now. We we invite you in. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here. We thank you that you have your way. You're moving over the place, over the hearts and the minds. I decree that every heart and every mind has your full 100% attention for your glory, for, for deliverance, for revelation, for healing, for the miraculous, the attributes of Jesus, the acts of God, the acts of the apostles. Lord, we thank you for releasing that into, the, into this arena today. Kira ma ba barroko si kire ma ma barroko suka kira ma roko si kira. I believe your tongue speaking Pentecostal believers. In fact, someone got baptized last night in the Holy Spirit for the first time. Just start speaking it out. It's time for the Pentecostal church to be Pentecostal. Shara mama masukara Shara mama rogosire Kira mama sikara barogosukara mama sukara Oh, Jesus, we thank you that you're here right now. There's a realm that's opened up right now. There's a door. We're lining ourselves up with a door standing up in heaven. In fact, the Lord woke me up at 4.30 a.m. this morning. And I think if you're, if you're Facebook savvy, start recording this on your phone. If you're Facebook savvy and you're, you're going to get a camera, you need to record this right now because this is the word of the Lord came to me at, at 4.30 a.m. And this is a crucial hour for this nation. This is a crucial hour for this nation. And the Lord has shown me, I saw a vision of a foot in a doorway. And the Lord said to me that, it's, it's a time to celebrate, but it's not the time to just to celebrate as if it's already, it's already happened. We need to, we need to celebrate uh, and start praying because what's actually happening right now is the, Australia, the, the body of Christ in Australia has the foot in the door, but it actually hasn't walked into the door of the arena, of the political arena of this country. And Scott Morrison, he's a born-again Christian, He's, the, he's probably one of the first ever born-again prime ministers, but it's not time to celebrate at the moment. It's time for the body of Christ to come in together as unity and this time put the differences aside, put our differences aside, even different denominations all over Australia and come together and start praying. This is the hour to pray in the next several months because there's been a prophetic word that's been released over this nation about this nation being the great south land of the Holy Spirit. But this is a crucial time right now. A crucial time right now. And this is going to manifest in this nation, that prophetic word of the great south land of the Holy Spirit. This nation hasn't seen a major outpouring of revival yet. 
that changes the, that changes the community, to actually to come to a place like the Welsh Revival. This nation hasn't seen it yet, but it's coming. But this is, in the next six months, it's time for the body of Christ to put its differences aside. It's time for the Pentecostal to put its differences aside it's about the Baptists and, and, and also the Brethrens and, and, and the other denominations, the Anglicans. It's time for us to put our differences aside and come together and agree that Jesus is the Messiah and start praying, in the, praying together and calling it in and praying for our Prime Minister right now and pray for our government because what's going to happen when this outpouring happens, it's going to start from the top with the leadership. And I really see that uh, the body of Christ is going to have influence in the arena of the political arena of this nation. But it's, I've got the two P words. It's either prayer or persecution. And if the prime minister right now doesn't get elected in this next election, there's, there, there's going to be darkness coming. And I'm not being negative. There's going to be the laws are going to change where darkness is going to come and there will be persecution on the church. So it's either the two P's. It's either you pray in because God is waiting for the sons, uh, uh, the sons to rise up. He's waiting for the sons to rise up. See, God is he, he, he's wanting us to want it. Do you want a revival in this land? Do you want a reformation in this land? Do you want the hearts of the fathers to be drawn to the children. Do you want that? Because if it doesn't happen, the land will be cursed. It's a, it's a spiritual law. And I really want to ask you that question because God was asking me that this morning. And he's allowing this to happen. So he wants us to want it and start praying it in and calling it in. Because there's something happening. If, if, if it doesn't happen in the next six months, the next year, I should say, uh, uh, there is going to be the laws are going to come in where they're going to change and darkness will come. But it will happen. But it's either the easy way or the hard way. This, this revival, this outpouring will happen. But it's either the easy way or the hard way. And the Lord is saying he wants us to rise up and, and pray rather than come into persecution. and We have no choice. And this is what the Lord has shown me. I saw a foot in the doorway. And that right now the body of Christ has his foot in the door. But it hasn't actually walked through the door into the political arena right now. And it does start from the top because this nation is blessed right from the very beginning. This nation has been blessed. Even when the Aussies and the New Zealanders, the light horsemen, preserved Israel. Be a Shiva. They took it back. This nation has been blessed because of that. And that is a real spiritual law has taken place. There's been blessing with that. And God's going to finish what he started. And I just felt to release that tonight, today, I should say, and tonight and tomorrow. But I just felt to release that. And I just, that's just, yeah, I got that at 4.30 this morning. And I don't usually do this, don't I, Adrian? No. But I got woken up. And Scott Morrison, we, I just feel to pray for him now. Amen. Can I just say, if Adam gets a word, we, we travel. I'm so familiar with Adam, but if I know that he gets a word, it's God speaking. All right? So we're not, we, we are so familiar that if he, he gets something, he doesn't make it up. All right? And so we know that God's speaking in this time. Father, we just thank you for Scott Morrison yes. right now. In Jesus' name. Yes. We prophesy. Yes. 
and we call things that are not as though they are. We decree over this man yes. right now wisdom from above. Lord, we thank you, Lord, thank as you Daniel received wisdom in Daniel chapter thank 1, you. he received wisdom thank from you. God and he stood before Nebuchadnezzar and Nebuchadnezzar interviewed him and found him the most wisest man, the most wisest man and his friends among the land. Lord, amongst the land, I just prophesy that Scott Morrison is coming into that place of wisdom right now. Yes. That wisdom came from yes. above and I thank you, Lord, the nation sees the wisdom and the glory of God over this man. And we decree this in Jesus' name through the power of the blood and in the name of Jesus. We decree, Lord, there's a shift in the spirit with Canberra right now yes. in Parliament. There's a shift that's yes. happening. We yes. decree this through the power yes. of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that this shift has opened the floodgates right now of the righteousness of God in this nation. And we thank you, Lord, that the laws are coming back to the traditional righteousness. The righteousness of God has been released over this land. And we decree it in Jesus' name. And just as Scott has come to the fore, unexpected, Lord, you've kept him hidden for a time such as this. Lord, we pray that the whole of the body of Christ in Australia would grasp the value of what you've done, Lord, and get behind our new leader. Father, that we're unity and that the next election would be one so that godly principles would be put into place rather than the enemy having his way. Amen. So, Father, we unite behind our leader. We pray and we thank you for our yes. new leader. Lord, yes. we ask your blessing and wisdom upon him yes. and the team that he would gather under him, Lord, in your mighty name. And we pray that you would unite the church. Yes. Lord, that we would be brethren united yes. under him and under you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yes. Yes, Lord. As America came together and put aside their differences and prayed for their election, Lord. They prayed for their election, Lord. We thank you that a shift happened, and even in the unseen world, it's still, you can see the demonic powers reacting through ungodly people, even to this day, right now. Even over a year later, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that the, the enemy's defeated. Yes. And we thank you the enemies defeated over this nation. Yes. And we thank you, Lord, through the prayers that are rising up in this nation. We thank you, Lord, that there's a supernatural divine shift that's taking place and the righteousness of God has been released into this nation. And we thank you for that great south land of the Holy Spirit word is manifesting in the natural. Lord, we thank you. Thy will be done. Your kingdom come in this great south land as it is in heaven. We decree this right now through the power of Jesus. Ramasuka. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. I just had to release that. I don't usually do it, but it's, it was quite significant. It's a sense of urgency. Continue to pray for the Prime Minister and for the Liberal Party. Amen. Just as a, an added on to that is that last night when Adam spoke over you, he that meant he meant that he actually received from God to speak over you. Those words were God's words to you. All right, they're not made up. And they're not just plucked out of the air. But God gave him a vision for him to speak the words that He released over each and every one of you. Hold that and treasure those words. Hallelujah! So, Father, we thank you that you're here right now. Your Spirit is flowing through this meeting, and uh, we were talking about portals and gates and using it, activating our imagination. It's very important for us to engage with our imagination. See, some churches don't like to talk about the imagination because they think that the imagination is carnal, but it's actually not. 
it can be carnal and that's why the enemy wants his will be done on earth as it is in hell by using vessels as god is looking for vessels the enemy is looking for vessels and he's actually activating vessels and that's why you see the bad news is happening on the around the place you're watching the news and you see the horror the violence because the enemy is using vessels because people are engaging their mind on stuff like violence pornography uh, the ungodly stuff they're meditating on 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 on, on the plans of hell and that's why the enemy's using them. But in the reverse sense, in a glorified sense, God wants us to use our mat. We, if that can happen, the enemy can counterfeit that, then we can do that in a sanctified manner. Amen? We can engage our mind on the promises and that we can uh, build a framework. We can actually simulate at, at the kingdom with our mind and then we start become vessels. We become gates. That's why it says, lift up your head, O you gates, and allow the king of glory come in. Amen. So every one of us is a portal to another realm. Just as Jesus said, the kingdom of God's within you. Part of that is that you are a portal to another realm. But there are physical portals as well. So the place, there's geographical locations that attract uh, spiritual activity. Just as God was associated with the temple, a physical temple, so there can be physical activity in certain areas, certain houses, certain buildings. For example, Adam and I were eating our fresco one time in Melbourne on the street there, you know, with the little bollards and the little cafe type things protecting those supposedly that are eating there. And uh, we were just eating there and, and Adam went into a little trance type state. And I've been with him so many times, I know that he's actually starting to see something when that happens, right? So he just goes off and just, you know, he's just staring into a space. And I said, you're picking up something, aren't you? And he goes, yeah says there's a spirit of death here and I went oh that's nice to know so we called the waiter over and we said have things happened here and uh, do, you, do you want to share what I, I just said like um, there's a spirit of death here uh, is it, there's been a murder here or something there's like and he, she, he goes yeah actually there was um, there was uh, last year someone fell down the stairs and died but also there was a murder some time ago you want to share about that well, he said that the place where we were was previously a brothel and that the owner got one of the girls pregnant and his wife burnt the place down to kill her, right? And she died. So holding his, having his baby, all right? So, and it became, so the, the waiter said, there is something here because it's part of the Melbourne Ghost Tour, all right? So we're sitting there and we're just eating, all right? And suddenly, in the, on the tables either side of us, two guys on one side and two ladies on the other side. The two guys on one side started to speak, and they got louder and louder and louder. And their conversation was something like this. Do you know the fifth gospel, the gospel of Thomas, shows that, that God was a woman? And they're going, yeah, you know, all the church is doing this. And then on the other side, these two women go, you know, the church is this and that and that. And they're getting louder and louder. And we just looked at each other and went, it was Sometimes so unusual. The enemy overplays his hand, and you're going, this is so obvious. You know, there's spirits activity, and they're just using these people like glove puppets, you know? So, so we started to pray, and we shut them down. We bind this in the name of Jesus. And then they said, they quiet. It's amazing how these went. And, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was that obvious? It was, it was like the ammunition was taken out of their mouths. All right, just we started to take authority over it. And then we just sat there finishing off our meal. It was incredible, wasn't it? It was. It was the food and was it was good. just so obvious. <laughs> if you want a proof of a physical portal, that was it. 
The enemy will often come and camp where there once was a godly portal in another situation. You think of the Temple Mount, and now there's a Dome of the Rock on, on there, all right? The enemy will come and camp there. We went to a place in uh, Alabama, uh, Alabama, Alabama, and there was a music studio. It was a gospel music studio. It was bought by some secular recording artists, and then a load of, like, the Rolling Stones, Boz Skaggs, uh, Canned Heat, all these, uh, you know, Lizzie. Julian Lennon, uh, uh, Linda Ronstadt. The name just goes on and on and on and on. Willie Nelson, all these share. different people. Yeah, I will, share. <laughs> um, and so all of these recording artists re released hits out of this studio. It once was a recording studio for gospel, and then suddenly the enemies come and camp there. Incredible. And so we need to be aware that there are portals. As you're doing, going about your normal everyday activity, sometimes you'll pick up the signs there's a physical portal here. And you can tap in and start to reclaim that ground for God. Often when we go places, I'll go for a walk, and I, I don't go looking for stuff. Honestly, I just don't, I'm not going, well, look, could that be that, that, that? But just things come to me, and I go, oh, that's interesting. And then I get alignment with two or three things. I just pick up, and I go, oh, there's something going on here with this. And so it looks like there's some sort of activity in this dimension spiritually going on. And that will often give me a theme to know how to speak or how to address or how to pray in that situation. You can do that also. And without the revelation, what it is to line yourself up with Yeshua and come into that place of in, being intimate with the Lord, uh, there, is, there is locational portals that exist. In the Old Testament uh, with Jacob in Genesis 28, there's that portal, okay? And, um, uh, and even when Jesus spoke to the woman at the well, they had this sort of a, a little bit of a conversation about religion. And she said, well, but our forefathers said you need to go to a mountain to worship God. And the new Jews say you've got to go to the temple. And no, 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 no. There's a day coming where you can step in. I'm paraphrasing. You can worship the Father in spirit and in truth. You can come to that gate. And that's what happened. John was a mystic. Adrian was telling me the other day we were talking about this. And John the Apostle lined up with that gate. There was a door standing open in heaven. And he had that cascade of angels. He had the angel came to him, the revelatory angel. And uh, it's, it's, this is so important that when you come into that place of using your imagination, wrapping your imagination around the promises of God, start using, visualizing. Because what happens when you come into that place of soaking and you start coming to that realm where there's, a, there's, a, there's an impartation, you come to that place of soaking, your mind starts to go on cruise control. Your, your, your fabricated mind, your conscious mind can meditate on that, but then your spirit man starts to take over the subconscious mind. Am I making sense? You know, one very, very powerful illustration that you used to use, you haven't used for a long while, was the opposite. Remember when Jesus said, if someone who's had... So do you want to go there? Uh, Matthew 5, 28, I believe it is. Um, correct me if I'm wrong out there, but... Um, Jesus said, if a man looks at a woman lustfully, it's already happening. Okay? So he said, if a man looks at a woman lustfully, lustfully it's already happening. So it says, your right eye caused you to sin. He's using parables here. Gouge it out. What is the right eye is a metaphor of uh, your, your imagination, your seeing eye. If that caused you to sin, then you need to make some changes. You need to shut down that sinful uh, meditation and change it. 
into the promises of God. So when Jesus said gouge it out, it means remove that sinful imagination. Does that make sense? Because it's already, something's activated in the spirit when you're, if a man's lusting after a woman with his imagination, it's already happening. Something's taking place. There's a portal that's opening up from hell. The spirit of a lust. Am I making sense? So this is real, guys. And this is how the saints, God is raising up a new breed. It's going to walk in this realm. And it's called being a sign and wonder with legs. Who wants to be a sign and wonder with legs? So when you go into a building, you go into a, uh, uh, you go into a business meeting, you go into a, uh, a church meeting, the atmosphere changes. If you're in ministry, you might be in business, you might be in the marketplace. The atmosphere changes. And I really believe these chosen ones like Daniel and Joseph had that understanding of what it is. Uh, the prophets in 1 Samuel 10 coming down from the top with the, in, in, in worship and they were in that place, they actually, there was an impartation on Saul. The atmosphere changed. Am I making sense? So let me get this right, Adam. Are you saying that when you use your imagination, you're actually there? In the spirit, you start to position yourself and then the door opens because Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door knocking. Whoever opens it, I come in. Amen. Now, actors, method actors, do it in a in a, in a counterfeit way. Uh, now, what's method acting? Method acting. Okay. Um, Heath Ledger. Well, I pray for his family. It's horrible what happened, but he actually meditated on the character of a psychotic, murdering clown, and he positioned himself to that door. And they even said he was like that. Off even. Off the set, he was acting. He didn't break character. He believed, because what actually happened, you believe you are that character. And there was a wrong door that opened. Even Michael Caine, there was an article, he said, it was the most terrifying performance I've ever seen. And he was a kind of, Michael Caine's a heavyweight, Hollywood. And what happens is he opened up the wrong door and it was a disaster what happened. Even, even Jack Nicholson, who did the same, he said, you know, you really got to be careful when you use that character. You got to come off, and you need you need you need to actually have counselling when you come off that character. You know. So, what I'm trying to say is, there's a scripture when we reverse this in a sanctified man. It says in Romans 13, "Clothe yourself in the Lord Jesus Christ, put on the armour of light, and you do position yourself to the gate." You become the gate because Jesus is the gate within the gate. That confirms Colossians 1, the mystery of the gospel, the hope of glory, Christ in you. So we're just giving some keys really in the sense of step. where do you go from, from here? Start to use your sanctified imagination. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, He will keep him in perfect peace. He whose mind or creative imagination is stayed on me. And so if you will use your creative imagination... It, it, there is a imagination, but it's also creative. And uh, so we can use that to fabricate, see, to see, see in that spirit realm and then to believe things that we're starting to see. And often in a dream or a vision, you can actually vision, see that parable or see that story unfold and then you can visualize it and take it further. That's, that's, and if you want to step into something beyond that, what's, what's the next part of it? Let your imagination take you there. All right, your sanctified imagination in accord with the Word of God. I think we should just move on now, but I, 
I sense in there even you, you probably, who's noticed the atmosphere shift when we're talking about this? Mm, because some of you are getting it, the light's turning on. Revelation is conception and then you need to work it and there's going to be some little bit of twigging and kicks in the ribs and but then you'll give birth to this promise.